Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made a baby. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Becca Bristow. You may know me from my YouTube channel where I talk about all things health and wellness. So when I got pregnant, I knew I wanted to bring you guys on this journey, but I also knew I wanted to include this guy right here. So we hope you'll join us on this journey of all things pregnancy, prepping for parenthood, and what in the world's going on with this girl's body, Becca's body. <laughs> and our baby. Oh, of course, yeah, our baby. So make sure to tune in every week as we share everything that is going on with us and baby Bristow. And your big old belly. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. <laughs> week 35. <laughs> you just skip right over that. Yes, it's week 35. I just try and jazz up the intro, you know? exciting thank you for doing that <laughs> really appreciate it i'm sure all the listeners do as well i bet so it's week 35 and we are getting down to the nitty-gritty we're getting down to the final weeks we're getting down to almost baby time i know it's crazy it is and the baby is now the si- size of a very juicy fruit one of the juiciest pineapple <laughs> Roughly 18 inches and 5 pounds is the average at 35 weeks. I have like a hard time believing there's a 5 pound baby inside of me right now. That's just nuts. I you mean, know? I believe it. Considering your, I can see the movements of the baby That's from the true. outside. I know. But it, it's just, it's like just bizarre when you really think about it. Like 5 pounds. There's a lot of babies that are born around 5 pounds and they're like in the world and she's just in there. I don't know. Well, that's just average. It could be like four pounds. Well, that's true. That's true. I feel like she's definitely probably smaller than these averages just because, I don't know, my belly's smaller than right. average. Nice. Well, <laughs> did you know that the baby is likely head down? And um, maybe we'll talk about it later or maybe you want to address that now? Um, we'll talk about it later, but all good. She's head down. Oh, good. Um, the fingernails and toenails have now grown to reach fingertips. Which is your worst nightmare. How's that my worst nightmare? Because you, you hate when you're, like, you always have to have your nails clipped below, you know? And you think it's weird that mine are grown. True. Over. I think it's okay that they're at the fingertips, but once they get oh. over there, we'll give them a good trim. <laughs> yeah, they come out with long nails. That's why you have to have, like, a nail filer and you have to have little mittens so they don't scratch themselves. Wow. Yeah. Or nail clipper and filer, I guess. Nice. And the baby's kidneys have fully developed. That's good. And this is just an average week 35, but I don't buy it. But it says no longer kicking and jabbing as much due to crowding. I also don't buy it. And why is that? She gets me good, man. Her, I think that they are stronger than ever. Like, I mean, sometimes she'll... It's usually... Like in my sides, like on like the very, very sides of my belly. I mean, she will just like take a foot or a fist, I don't know, and just like run it all along my side. And it literally like it takes the breath. It takes my breath away, not in like a painful way. It's just such a bizarre (laughs) feeling. And they're strong, like strong kicks and jabs where I'm always like, oh, ah, ah, ah. Like she's. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So, you've witnessed it. I have. It's pretty cool. So, yeah, I don't buy it either. Yeah. Um, Well, that is it for the baby stats. How about some mother stats? 
Uh, do you have the frequent urge to pee? I wouldn't say frequent. I think it's a little more than usual, but not to the extent of that I usually hear about. Yeah, I feel like you always pee a lot anyway. So Yeah, because I always drink a lot of water. So Right, so do I, but I think you just have a small bladder. <laughs> well, I don't feel like it's more than usual. Like much more than usual, maybe a little bit. Well, that's good. But do you have any constipation? Nope. Proud to say. Wow, look at you. Uh, more <laughs> aches and pains? Um, not just continued, I guess, rib pains, but it's not too bad. Yeah. Sounds like you're having a pretty, uh, good go at it here. Yeah. I'm still feeling good guys. I haven't hit this like miserable point that everyone talks about. Wow. And maybe I never will. That's great. Wishful thinking. Uh, have you had an increase in contractions? No, definitely not. Nothing on that front. Nice. Well, that's good, I guess. Or not. I don't know. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I feel like you want your body to practice, but I mean, whatever. Right, right. Well, that's it for the mom, mom, hen stats. So let's dive into week 35. Take it away, Rebecca Bristow. People want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> week 35. First off, before I even say any of the symptoms and stuff we did this week, I just like need to take a moment to recognize that we're at week 35. Like, I know this is, week 35 is not like a milestone per se, but it was always a milestone in my head. Like I always kind of thought, oh, when you get to week 35, like you're you're nearing the end, like you are in the third trimester, you're getting close. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think so. It just like 32, 33, 34 weeks, like that just still felt like really far away. But I, I don't know. For some reason, when you hit 35, it just feels like you're, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're seven of the eight, seven eighths of the way there. Oh, it's crazy. So I just can't believe that we're here but um still feeling good my energy levels were actually great this week um i just i don't know i just had really really good energy levels i'm definitely not feeling that like uh i feel like the past couple weeks i've been a little off as far as energy and then even just like working out like i had a couple off weeks where i didn't really get to the gym as much and I just didn't really exercise as much as like I normally would like to and have been doing. Um, but that kind of all turned around this week. I feel like my energy levels are just really good. I was like, you know, back on, um, on top of my game as far as the gym goes or just exercise in general. I've been trying, my goal is to like go to the gym twice a week and do strength training and like a little bit of, I usually walk on the treadmill, like on an incline. Um, and then I have my pelvic floor class. So that's like three, solid days. And then I just try and go for walks. I mean, we always walk Rosie. You walk Rosie a million times a day. I usually usually join once. Um, but like longer, more abrupt, uh, not abrupt, brisk walks. I've been trying to go on, which those don't happen as much as they did in the beginning, but yeah. Anyway, so I just feel like I'm like kind of back on top of things this week because my energy is just better. Um, but even though my energy is better, I feel like I did still take a lot of naps this week. Like I took a I feel like I took an afternoon nap like every day this week. Just You should. You're pregnant. Get to sleep in while you can. That's very true. And also in my like uh, birth center binder guide thing that they gave us, it actually says when you're in your third trimester to lay down for at least an hour every afternoon, which to me is like, I don't know if I could do that every day. I'll take that advice. <laughs> but like when you have kids, you can't do that. I mean, I mean, I guess take advantage now, but that's what I'm here for. Oh, all right. I'll take you up on that. Okay, then some more specific symptoms. You guys, I had my very first leg cramp. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. <laughs> so I have been 
have had zero leg cramps this whole time. I mean, I think they usually start around like even in the second trimester, the app was telling me like leg cramps are normal at this time. I haven't had a single one and I was actually pretty proud of it, but I had my first leg cramp and it was in the middle of the night and I just like, it really was not bad at all. Like it didn't feel, I don't know. It it was so short lived. It lasted for like a second, but I just like stretched out my leg and my Catholic seized up a little bit. Um, and then it went away within like less than 10 seconds probably. So it really was not a big deal. You didn't even wake me up. So it must not have been that bad. No, no like it, I, by the time I like reacted to it and was like, oh my gosh, I'm having a leg cramp. It was basically over. So it wasn't bad at all. Um, but I just, I had to report because <laughs> I've officially now can say that I've experienced a pregnancy leg cramp. Another thing is I have been so thirsty at night this week. I mean, I'm I'm pretty good at staying on top of being hydrated, but I don't know what it is about nighttime that I just like I I just can't quench my thirst it seems, and I just want to chug water, which is the most inconvenient time because it's right before you lay down, <laughs> and like you end up having like water that's like trying to like come back up when you're laying down because your belly is so squished and you chug so much water, and then you just have to pee more at night, which is not ideal. So that's like, I mean, I wouldn't say it's annoying, but that's definitely something new because I'm just like super, super thirsty at night. And then do you remember when I, there was a couple times this week because of this thirst. Hmm. And I mean, I'm so thirsty that I, I mean, I, I just, I have to drink. There's no like, oh no, you're about to lay down. Like, you know, lay off on the water. I mean, I'm just like so parched. So I end up drinking a lot of water and remember the, I literally one night flew like sat up in bed because I like threw up in my mouth. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's gross. It was really gross. And I think you had like eaten cookie that night or something like, like something that should, yeah. Yeah. That like didn't digest well. I think so I it's had, kind of in your throat. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Well it was, I, yeah. So we had like, we definitely that night for sure had like some kind of dessert. So I ate pretty late and then I drank a lot of water and then um, I laid down. So the thing is, I'm also doing like the hypno babies right now. So I'm like on a time crunch to like get laying in bed and relaxed because it's like 40 minutes that I have to listen to and I try and stay awake for as long as I can. So there's no like, oh, I'll just, you know, wait another 20 minutes before I lay down and just like do something else. I like need to get into bed. <laughs> so it's just been an interesting juggle. But yeah, so I literally like was asleep. I was like on the brink of like slipping into like full sleep. And I, no joke, threw up in my mouth and was like about to choke on it. And I flew up. I don't think I've sat up. Like I haven't done like a sit up once while pregnant. You're never little. Well, you're not supposed to. But it's also like next to impossible. But because I was like choking, I did. And then I also like hurt my wrist because I was using my wrist to try and like fling me up out of bed. And I was just like, poor girl. <laughs> and I was like, my wrist. Oh. And you were like, what's wrong? Yeah. I asked if we had to go to the hospital. <laughs> but you said no. So I realized it wasn't that serious. No, it was not that serious. But at the time it, it just felt pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. <laughs> Okay, and then also another kind of funny sleep thing. I've been having this recurring dream, and I ha- I don't I have definitely have not met- mentioned it, but I have had this recurring dream. I had it again this week, where I am like pregnant, like I am now. It's like the present, 
but I'm drinking <laughs> like this. It keeps happening in like different forms, but like this specific dream this week, I was at like, a, I was up at Penn state, which if you guys don't know, that's where I went to uh, undergrad. And I was like with all of my college girlfriends and we were tailgating and I was like drinking beer and I was just like, Oh, if it's only like one or two, it'll be fine. And then we like went out later that night and like, I was like taking tequila shots as like a pregnant woman and then the next day I woke up and I was like, oh my God, what did I do? Like this, I'm not supposed to be doing this, obviously. But I don't know. It's just bizarre. I don't know why I keep having these dreams where I'm like <laughs> just drinking. A couple of things here. <laughs> Number one is I've never encountered somebody that can relay a dream they had with so much detail. <laughs> like I wake up and I might like be like, oh, it was about this. Like in my head, like, uh, like generally about this, but I have no detail or I completely forget or I have no clue. Literally every morning you could tell me a story for 10 minutes about what happened <laughs> in your dream. I just did it this morning, actually. You did. Number two is I think maybe you have, you're having that dream because I mean, I know you're not supposed to drink much when you're pregnant, but some people will like, get, you know, have like a glass of have wine, a glass or wine whatever, but yeah. you, you literally have not had one lick of beer, no. alcohol, anything. Taking a few sniffs. Sniffs, yeah. But so maybe <laughs> that's it. Like it's just I don't know. But it's kinda of, it is it is funny that you're having those dreams. You, pro yeah. you probably like feel bad in the morning. It's like my sub subconscious is like nervous that I'm gonna like accidentally drink or something. Yeah. <laughs> um and I mean like whatever, you have a glass of wine, especially in your third trimester, like, you know, whatever. You do you. And also like in other countries they like drink a little bit while pregnant and like Italy and stuff, you can have wine just like in very small amounts. But I mean, in my dreams, I was like drinking beers and ripping tequila shots. It was not like a casual half glass of wine. <laughs> so I don't know. That's just really funny. Okay. And then speaking of drinking, not really, but I am now officially up to drinking three cups of my red raspberry leaf tea a day. I was still drinking like at least a cup a day, sometimes two, but it's just like really hard to well not really hard that's not true at all but I guess I'm just lazy and making three separate cups of tea throughout the day I'm just not on top of it and it would just never happen but then I finally just got smart and <laughs> started making like one batch a day and now I'm able to just drink it all so I just make it first thing every morning and then at some point during the day I like um you know just start drinking it and finish it and it tastes fine um like, I don't mind the taste at all. It's very, very mild and easy to get down. Um, and I also just like tea. But I, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but red raspberry leaf tea is supposed to be like a uterine um, tonic. So it actually helps to like physically tone the muscles of your uterus, which can make your contractions just basically stronger and more productive during labor. And so many people swear by it. Um, I was actually talking on Instagram and someone, uh, I was saying how I finally figured out, which it's not smart, like it's not a genius idea at all. It's literally makes total sense to make it all at once. And I don't know why I didn't think of it sooner, but I was just talking about that on Instagram, how I finally figured that out. And now I'm able to drink all of it every day. And um, a girl messaged me saying it was her first and she was like, oh my God, I swear by that. I drank it every day. Like I followed all the recommendations and her labor was only five hours, which is really short, very short for, uh, for labor, labor in general, but especially a first baby. So I'm all about it and I'm drinking my three cups a day. Good for you. Maybe I should drink some too. <laughs> well, you don't have a uterus to tone, so. That's true. You also don't have to give birth to a baby. 
I just feel like I should, you know, get in your mindset and prepare <laughs> like you are. That way I'm better prepared day of. Wow. All right. So I'm going to start making a big mason jar worth of tea in the morning. Okay. We'll have to find a special manly tea for you. And uh, rip some beers and tequila shots every night. <laughs> That's the real way to prep. Oh, yeah. So, again, this week, like I mentioned earlier, continuing my hypno babies, um, which is just still quite a time commitment, I got to say. But um, I feel like I've already started to notice this week that it's easier for me, like when I start listening to the tracks, the meditation ones, or I guess the hypnotism ones, I should say. Um, I'm already a little bit better at like immediately calming down. Um, sometimes it's really hard. Like when I first lay down, I feel like my, I just get like tachycardic, like my heart's just pounding and I can't get comfortable. And it's just like a really, it's usually like a rough few minutes, but like once I kind of get through that and just like breathe through it, I am like super, super relaxed. So it's definitely working. Um, and yeah, so I'm just going to keep continuing that. We also had another midwife appointment this week, so we are now going, now going weekly. We are going weekly from here on out. Yes. Which that's another like whoa, this is happening. <laughs> Remember when we used to only go once a month? I do indeed. <laughs> Actually, not really. It feels like it's more common now, but yeah, it's you know, every four weeks before. Wow. Yeah, that feels like a long time ago. I mean, it is a long time being pregnant, but. Yeah, so we had another midwife appointment. Um, I thought I was going to get checked this week, but then I didn't. Mm. I was, like, mentally prepared. Um, Yeah, I didn't think you were. Yeah, you were like, no, they didn't say that. So I must have made that up in my head. But um, I thought they were going to do the GBS swab, which is group B strep. um, And uh, which I'll talk more about that when we actually get the swab done. But um, so we didn't get that done. We didn't. There was no vaginal anything exam, just normal heard the heartbeat, measured my belly, which it's still right on track, 35 centimeters. So even though everyone says I look small, she is measuring right on track, which is good. Yes. Um, and then she, again, is still head down. They can feel that she is head down. I can feel that she's head down. Um, so that's good. And I feel like now we're kind of at that, that point where I think by like 36 weeks, they say like if the, you know, if the baby's head down, you're pretty much in the clear because it's just harder for them to flip at that point because you know they're so much bigger i'm sure there's babies who have flipped after that but <laughs> um i don't know i just feel like we're we're really getting closer and closer to being in the, like that safe zone of where i can just take a deep breath and be like okay she's head down you know we're good on that front right and this appointment was with the last of the seven midwives so we met with all of them but now it's great news yeah and then uh do you remember what happened on the way out <laughs> um i think she asked me who we met with because this receptionist now gets a kick out of me. She loves you. <laughs> apparently, I can't remember who we met with. I'm awful with names. But well, I, we told you the last week. He forgot. Right. He was like, oh, we haven't met with her and pointed to her face on the right. wall. And we had just literally left her like. Right. <laughs> right. I think when she asked this time, I said, we just met with Sarah Grace. But this, that was the one from last week. But that was the one from last week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I, I forgot again, but. Yeah, he forgot for this. And so she really lost it this time. <laughs> Just not a big name guy. I, I'm in there for the details about the baby. So Yeah. yeah. And whether or not the new center is going to be open. Yes. Yeah, so I always ask questions. It's good. <laughs> um, oh, so that's another thing we haven't like updated you guys on, I feel like. Um, the new birth center. Uh, or So I'm going to a place that's called, it's literally called the birth center. 
and they are moving to a new location. They were supposed to move in the summer. It's all new construction. So, of course, it's like, you know, that always goes over the time that they say it will be finished in. Um, So it was going to be the summer, and then it was supposed to be beginning of September, blah, 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 blah. Now it's like mid-November, or it's like looking to be the beginning of November that they're going to move. Um, but then there's just all these things that need to happen in order for us to actually birth there. And it's just every time, every point we go to, it's looking like a little bit less likely that we'll be in the new place, which is kind of a bummer. Cause I just this whole time thought I would be there because they told us they would absolutely be there by the time my due date rolled around, but it's looking like it's going to be super borderline at this point, but we'll keep you guys updated. I feel like so much happened this week. Okay. We also had our breastfeeding class. Oh yes, we did. So that was on Saturday morning. 8.30 to 10.30. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I thought it was like really helpful. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's definitely helpful for you. I think for me too. Just things I can do to support. And I, I knew how to hold the baby when feeding her and you didn't. So that was good. <laughs> it's true. I got, okay, well, I, I got real confused. I was confused by what she originally said. So then when she like handed me a, a baby and I felt like everyone in the room was looking at me because... I was just, like, not getting it, and Matt was, like, trying to tell me what to do, and it was, like, quiet because it was a small group, and I got, like, really nervous. It's okay. You figured it out eventually. Right. I figured it out. It had to do with, like, using your dominant hand, and then so, like, how you use your dominant hand when you're feeding on, like, the right breast versus left breast. There's, like, two different positions. One's football. One's cross cradle, and I was just, like, it wasn't it wasn't clicking. It was not clicking. <laughs> it's okay. But eventually I did get it. Um, That's why I'm here. Yeah, that's why you're here. Um, so, but yeah, it was really, it was helpful. Um, a lot of the information I had already like known as far as like, you know, the benefits and um, all of that. And even just like basics of like latching and stuff like that. But it was definitely super helpful. And then something I didn't necessarily know, but is really good to know. Um, so at the birth center, they have, I mean, I do this. They have three IBCLCs which stands for International Board Certified Lactation Consultant. And they're basically like the highest, um, what would you call it, accreditation that you can go as far as breastfeeding. Um, They have to do like tons and tons of hours of like hands-on and whatever. It's, they're, they're awesome. So I didn't know this, but they were like, even if everything's going great, you know, during your first week or so, still come in and see us because we can like just teach you extra you know, extra things, um, as far as like positioning and just like to keep you, um, success, you know, successful. I just figured if you had problems, you would go to them, which I mean, I'm not anticipating necessarily a smooth journey. (laughs) I'm sure that there will be a lot of hiccups and it's going to be really hard, especially those first two weeks. Um, I'm just preparing myself for that. But so, yeah, so that was kind of nice to know that like you could still just pop in and check in and see them. And, um, but yeah, she was super nice. I really liked her and I kind of want to be an IBCLC too. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, new things we're going to be doing here. <laughs> I actually asked her at the end. I was like, so I'm an RD. What's the process? Like, what did you do as far as, like, you know, get, getting your IBCLC? And, but, yeah, maybe down the road. You never know. Yeah. So that was Saturday morning. And then Saturday night, we had a little date night to celebrate exactly one month out because it was the 27th of October. Yep. And I'm due on 27th of November. Wow. And where did we go? We went to the melting pot and had a lot of melted cheese and chocolate. Oh, it was so good. It was. I kind of want to go back over time. We should. I'll make an appointment right now or a reservation. <laughs> <for you. laughs> 
If you've never been to the melting pot, you've got to go. It really is so good. It's like all fondue if you've never heard of it. So you have like a cheese fondue as your appetizer. Then you have like whatever, you know, whatever you want for dinner. It's like seafood and steak and vegetables and all that. Um, chicken. And then there's chocolate fondue at the end. Mm. I was so full. Oh, my God. That was easily the most full I've been all pregnancy. But I just I had to enjoy it. I had to, you know. But it was really good. It was delicious. We should go back. Yeah, I think we should. Um, and then Sunday, I finally made some major progress on the nursery. <sighs> this has been like such a, it's just such a slow, slow process getting this nursery together. And it's like really starting to like bug me that it's just like not done, which is good. Um, so I went to Home Goods and I got like a bunch of little like decor stuff and just to kind of like start actually like pulling the room together and like, decorating it I'm not going like crazy I really am trying to keep it more on the minimal side just because it's a it's a small room um, and I don't want it to feel cluttered I just want it to be like a really calming nice space and also like the less like decor and stuffed animals and like all this stuff the easier it is you know it's going to be to keep it clean um, which I feel like is going to be important because I'm not someone who like loves to clean and clean all the time so I need to make it easy for myself. Um, so yeah, but so I made some major progress there and I was happy, like just got a bunch of decor, got like all the hangers for the closet and just like little things that, you know, it needed. Um, and it's starting, starting to come together. Oh, we also built the bookshelf. Yes. And I messed it up. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> There's just some screws pointing to the front that should have been in the back, but whatever. you did a great job. Thank you. Well, you helped. I did. Yeah. But you took the initiative. Yeah, I started and then realized like, oh, wow, a lot of these pieces are too heavy. There's no way I can do this on my own while prego. Yep, but yeah. we got it done. We got it done. Um, so, yeah, that's coming along. And then the only other thing I wanted to say, so that Sunday, she has hiccups all the time. But she had hiccups that Sunday night or, yeah, on Sunday night. And they, for the first time, they were literally like dead center right by my pubic bone which normally they're like off to the side, which makes me think her head is like off to the side. So she's like not actually like engaging or starting to engage. She's head down, but she's not like fully head down. And so that was the first time I was like, oh my gosh, she is like legitimately head down. And she's, yeah, she's like in there. It's so, great. So Get, that was getting close here. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but that was the only other thing I had to say. Nice. What a week getting a down week. to the nitty. Gritty. Gritty. Do you have anything you want to add? My guess is no. No, I just told you it was a great week. <laughs> great recap by you. So yeah, definitely getting closer. I'm like really feeling the pressure now to just like get the house in order and the nursery done. I just like, I'm definitely at that like point of nesting where I just want things to be in order and checked off the list. Um, it's like starting to stress me out a little bit. Um, but other than that, I am still feeling like so calm, cool, and collected about all of this. Um, I mean, I'm sure, you know, life is obviously, we're in for a huge change and transition and, you know, who knows what labor and all of that will bring. But I don't know. I'm just feeling like real positive and chill about all of it. That's great. Yeah, it is great. It's kind of similar to how you were for the wedding. So that's good. That's very true. Yeah. I was the same way with our wedding. I was super, I was like a real chill bride. And I'm pretty chill guy, so I'm glad you're not freaking out. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not freaking out. I'm good. feeling good. You're doing a lot of good prep work. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I am doing a lot of prep work. You're welcome. I am working really hard to make this 
hopefully go as smooth as possible. Absolutely. So hopefully all that hard work pays off. And we will keep you updated next week <laughs> when we tell you about week 36. But we appreciate you listening. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. So we will see you next time. Have yeah. a good one or have a good morning, day or night, depending on when you're listening right now. Yeah. And we'll be back week 36, one month out. Wow. Whoa. Wow. All right. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.